where three women with names discuss movies that are about something other than a man. Paid in Puke is hosted by Amy Green, Christina Barr, and Jessica Baxter. It's also a spoiler-filled free-for-all. You've been warned. Christina. Flossy Posse. Flossy Posse. <laughs> 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 like one of those. Now talk like that the whole time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> check, check. Okay, cool. <laughs> Levels checked. On today's episode of Paid and Puke, AP, I already fucked up. On today's episode of Paid and Puke, we're talking the 2017 comedy Girls Trip, directed by Malcolm D. Lee and written by Kenya Barris and Tracy Oliver. Girls Trip stars Regina Hall, Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett, and Tiffany Haddish. And it tells the story of four lifelong friends who travel to New Orleans for the Essence Festival to rediscover their friendship and, uh, let's see, what, what happens? And then <laughs> also discover that Regina Hall's husband sucks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for this day of life. My heart is so full of joy for these women right here. Lord, please make sure that Lisa don't get an STD and that nobody has kidney failure because we finna get messed up and let me get pregnant by somebody rich. That's all I ask. Amen. We haven't hung in five years. I miss you guys. We need a girl's trip. This weekend is about us. We deserve this. So let's go. Yeah. Hell no. I've known about this for a few months now, but that's in the past. This picture was taken last night. We need to talk. There ain't nothing you need to say to her that you can't say in front of us. Take my son guns. Just tag him in a ball. Today is the last day that we will ever be this young. I have not had this much fun in so long. I got what you need right here. This is 200-year-old abstinence. If you drink too much of it, it's gonna have you hallucinate. Do y'all feel funny? (laughs) Feel me, y'all feel me. (laughs) You coming to give me, God? You put something in them drinks, didn't you? (laughs) You know I got some bomb-ass kush if you want to take a hit. Where did you hide? Where the sun don't shine. You know what? It can cause a lot of infection. Girl, you can't get no infection in your booty hole. It's a booty hole. Have you guys seen this before? I had not seen it before, no. I had seen it before a couple years ago, but I didn't remember all that happened. What I remembered about it was (laughs) Tiffany Haddish was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun to, like, see that again. I just love her. (laughs) It was an awesome... I guess her big breakout movie. I haven't yeah, seen yeah. Anything else before that? So <laughs> I do think it was her big breakout. She'd been, been in a couple of things before then, but yeah, definitely the first time I saw her, I remember just seeing her in the trailer and being like, "Who is that? I love her already." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm seeing this movie. 
And she did not disappoint. Yeah, pretty much all my meaningful passages are lines <laughs> yeah. from her. I mean, I feel like there's probably jokes I missed, even though this was my second viewing, because everything she says, just mm-hmm. banging them out. She's like mumbling comedy gold as she right. walks away. Yeah. Oh, yeah, your bloodline is nasty. Okay, all right, I'm These sorry. Your she people this place is nasty. It's haunted. I was there last year. Swear to God, was up in there last year. A ghost tried to fuck me. <laughs> yeah. The Tiffany had a show, yeah, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I'd like to apologize for my friends, but I can assure you that everything is fine now. Ma'am, she's holding a broken bottle of Chateau Mardeau. Uh, don't be speaking French to me, motherfucker. A couple fun facts out the gate. It was the first film written, produced, directed by and starring African Americans to cross the $100 million mark. Oh, that's great. I think it was a surprise hit. It had a pretty low budget. I don't remember what the budget was, but it definitely made it back in spades. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they shot on location at Essence Fest, and that kind of saved some oh, money cool. there. Yeah, that's a real festival that happens every year in New Orleans. And so all the acts that were in the movie, they didn't have to pay them <laughs> extra to perform because they were already there. So they just asked permission to bring the camera into places. I thought that was cool. There were so many famous people in it, Yeah. <laughs> and I could tell, I'm like, I'm sure there's a lot of people I'm missing, you know, like, I'm sure that was somebody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you know who I am? Yeah, I just said, I just said. either you don't know or some strange affliction has altered the molecular structure of your brain. If you think that you can trash my name and reputation just to make a name for yourself. Missy, that is not going to turn out well for you. Come on, it's better. No. Darling, yes, look at those no. two conquerors no. taking over the world. Woo, don't be a bugger. Hip, hip, cheerio. No. I'll tag you. Please don't. I'll be tagging you in this. I was so surprised to see Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this a Mariah Carey <laughs> Experience that no matter where you are, you carry it with you for life. Yeah, I know. I was like, does she really wear like an evening gown every time she performs? I, I want to so. think yes. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that was great. I really like the new addition. Oh too. yeah. I forgot about that song. There's a Lizzo song in there too. Lizzo's not playing, but they play Worship Me at some point. Oh, I don't know that one. Another fun fact is that the PDD thing was spontaneous. Oh, you're feeling over here tonight. Y'all ready to have a good 
He was performing, and Tiffany Haddish was showing him her titties, and he didn't invite her up on stage. They did not expect that at all. That was all, like, just oh, awesome. off the cuff. Yeah. He did look pretty surprised that it was happening. He was like, I wondered if that was, like, an impromptu <laughs> yeah. moment. But yeah. It was. Well, we can do some hot props. I have a couple. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have a couple hot props. Just shut up. Hot props is on. Oh, shit, Yeah. My main hot prob is that that is not what happens with Absin. <laughs> Even though that whole scenario was hilarious, I loved it all from like her not listening to the guy <laughs> when he's warning her, this is going to last you five years. She's like, all right, five days, got it. <laughs> this is 200-year-old wormwood abstinence. Have you hallucinate? Right. Mm. All right, that's cool with me. Now look, that whole bottle will last you for five years, all right? Okay, five months, got it. No, no. Did you hear what I just said? Five, Five days. I didn't... This will be used very irresponsibly. But yeah, they don't have enough wormwood in absinthe to hallucinate. <laughs> it was actually kind of a reefer madness thing. But... <laughs> He's scared straight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it was a campaign against absinthe for whatever reason by Puritans. I don't remember exactly mm. what it was, but it doesn't really make you hallucinate like that. <laughs> <laughs> have to drink so much absinthe to get that much wormwood that you would actually get alcohol poisoning before you hallucinate. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. But it was still hilarious and I really loved the whole Queen Latifah and the lamp thing. Oh shit, don't chuck it too hard. There we go. Oh yeah. Get in those, get in those. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Please, I won't be rough with them. I won't be rough with them unless you be a bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. And I just died when she was like, my date will pay for everything. <laughs> Ryan, we gotta go right now. The tsunami has hit. I repeat, the tsunami has hit. Please excuse us. Couch on my head. My date will pay the check. You may settle up with him. She just puts the lamp there and walks away. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I really like that. <laughs> One of my hot props was how famous is Ryan supposed to be? Because it seemed like most of the time she's supposed to be this very famous celebrity. I'm Ryan Pierce, successful like author. Dress. You write best selling books, you cook on talk shows, you make appearances <laughs> all across the country. 
How do you have time for a life? But then there's scenes where, you know, they're standing around in the airport for a long time talking and it's like, why isn't anyone going up to her if she's so famous? Sometimes it seems like this is a famous person and sometimes it doesn't. And then when they get kicked out of the hotel and have to find something else and they end up in that terrible one and it's like, wouldn't she have an assistant and some pull? Like, I know it's a festival, everything's booked, but if there's some big star who's speaking at this festival, it seemed like that just varied sometimes what her character was supposed to be. Like, what level of celebrity was she supposed to Right. Because she was the keynote speaker, so that's... Yes, I mean, that's, right. That's so huge. it's like, <laughs> there's some four-star hotel that's like, no, we have no room for the keynote speaker of this festival. You right. Know? I mean, maybe they just didn't try because... <laughs> you know right. yeah you're right though it does seem like she could have used her pull <laughs> in any way at right at the very least that it wouldn't be her making phone calls you know yeah. that, that she would have an assistant and something happened at this hotel get us someplace else it's true she did not have any kind of assistant she had yeah. her manager yeah. was it her manager or agent when I forget how she was I don't know who that was I mean yeah. I know that there so, was someone <laughs> she was in charge of her career in some way right yeah, probably like an agent or yeah. something. Yeah. Kind of she was her boss, but also she was doing things for her. I don't know. It was a very strange relationship that I didn't right. fully understand. And then I also thought we did not need the character of Julian. He's like the friend from childhood who's the bass player of the band. Also, his character didn't really make a lot of sense. Glad to see some things ain't changed. Julian! Oh my God! <laughs> Look at you! You got muscles now! Uh, what up, D? cannot believe I'm looking at half of the flossy bossy. And the other half is here too. No shit. <laughs> the whole entire FP crew is in the building? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's official now. <laughs> so you playing this weekend? Yeah, I'm actually sitting in with Neo at the House of Blues on Saturday. Neo? I love Neo. Well, y'all should come through. Swing by. I will put you on a list. It's nothing. Okay, we're there. Good. Yeah, we there. Who becomes Ryan's sort of love oh, interest okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, he gives them his room, right? He gives them his room, okay. and he picks them up in this enormous car. And, like, why does the bass player of this band <laughs> right. have his own multi-bedroom suite in a yes, hotel, that, a five-star uh, hotel, right. at this festival? And why did they give him this huge rental car? All right, it's all yours. Are you sure? There's no way in hell I'll let y'all stay in that filthy dump. Crash with the guys in the band. I'll get some sleep. Thank you, Julian, for everything tonight. For everything. No sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they spending so much money on this bass player? <laughs> <laughs> And then he was like, I'm going to crash with the rest of the band. Like, why are they all in one room and he gets... Yeah, that, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, that, that's true. I didn't think of that. And then also he says he's still single because he hasn't found his equal, which to me is a huge red flag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just be honest, be honest. What is it? I haven't found my equal yet. If the right woman came along, I'm 100% that's like yeah. a guy who doesn't really respect women, right? Like, why are you not finding equals in other women? I don't like that yeah. as a way to refer to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> right. A past romantic partner. <laughs> like, they were all subservient to me. Oh, and then the fight. I think the fight takes too long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, most of the time it feels like, you know, they're friends and they teach each other or whatever, you know, like regular friend banter. And then the one part when Lisa is telling Ryan, like, well, having kids changes a man. And Sasha's like, yeah, they made your husband change his address. That was just 
just mean. <laughs> yeah, like, they were kind of mean to like each other that, sometimes. That, yeah, and there's I mean, like a difference between the lighthearted ribbing right. <laughs> that I feel like Dean is mostly doing, and the, <laughs> right. yeah, like Sasha had some sick burns that were yeah, <laughs> not necessary like, between her and Ryan too, in particular. But yeah, then especially right. when you're talking about Lisa, like what does she ever? Do? She's not right. Doing like anything. it seemed like it was established that Sasha and Ryan had some real tension between them that went yeah. way back. Like that was established. But yeah, it's like why did you just say this really mean thing to this woman you know <laughs> yeah. because I my sense is just she was like sad about her divorce which I guess is a thing for some people mm. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> I know I don't know why she was sad about it because he seemed like he didn't really bring anything to the table with Queen Latifah's character it sounded like she and Ryan had plans to start this news site that's like Huffington Post and Sasha quit her job to do it and then Ryan backed out of it. That's a pretty huge thing. That would probably be hard for me to like okay, I'm going to go party with you in Louisiana or whatever. And I don't know. I think that would be a hard thing to get past. That was like a weird part for me. Yeah, I definitely bought their tension. Yeah. And they were friends for so many years before that happened. I'm glad that they spent as much time as they did on their tension. I needed that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I don't think they needed to be mean to anyone else in there. Like, yeah, gentle ribbing versus straight up sick burns. There's a difference. Yeah. But maybe, I don't know, some people might have that kind of relationship with their friends, but I don't like to see it. I would be really truly hurt if I were Lisa. The only character that truly had never changed since college was... Tiffany Haddish's character. <laughs> yeah. The other three women in some way are, I don't know, they've grown apart. And yeah, that what, that part was like kind of confusing to me, but they are close, but they don't see each other that often. Living their own lives. And Dina's the one who has the least going on. <laughs> she gets fired right away. <laughs> I guess her life is probably just going from, I really love that when scene. she gets fired. <laughs> Thanks for letting me go. <laughs> <laughs> Water under the bridge. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then Lisa's got kids, and then what is her job? I don't remember what they She's like a nurse. Oh, she's a nurse. Yeah. She's wearing scrubs. That's right at the beginning. That makes you pretty busy. <laughs> right. And then you're right, the discrepancy between Ryan and Sasha. I totally get it, too. That's another tension thing. Even if they didn't have that betrayal in their past of having one person on the trip be significantly less rich than everybody else there, you know? Mm-hmm. The one person who has a cash flow problem and can't be partying as hard as everybody else and is just constantly worried about it. That's something you don't really see in movies very often and I liked that that dynamic was there. I feel like maybe they could have had that without it being a huge betrayal in the past, but... I don't know. I guess I don't have a huge problem with their relationship. Yeah, no, I liked their yeah. all of their stuff rang true to me. And I feel like it is a thing, like, sometimes in movies, it's just, like, everybody's rich. And it's, mm-hmm. like, not a yeah. question. Like, everybody lives in enormous houses. Yeah. So, yeah, I do <laughs> like when there's cash flow problems or discrepancies among friends. Right, yeah. Because that's another thing, too. You don't always just hang out with people who have the exact same amount of money. As you. <laughs> right. Rick pointed out the Julian character was, even though he didn't really make a lot of sense, he was actually kind of, like, a proxy for, you know, a lot of movies about dudes he mentioned the hangover and you have like uh who's the woman in that heather heather graham yeah, yeah. where you have just like a one-dimensional supportive person that shows up in the middle yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was kind of the male version of that in this movie i guess i appreciate his presence in that regard if you had to cut something which i do feel like it goes on a little bit yeah yeah, yeah i guess that's a little mm-hmm. hot prod but i felt like it could have been a little tighter yeah and then especially at the end when there's the voiceover by Ryan where she's like, the most important thing in the world is your girls. And she's hugging on the sky. Right. <laughs> Wait, what? <Right. laughs> 
Next call. Okay, should we get to meaningful passages? Because I feel yeah, like I we're, we're kind of clamoring to get to that. I've already started underlining meaningful passages in her copy of Mopey Dick, if you know what I mean. Go for it, Amy. <laughs> um, I mean, my first is very winning, which is like, it's chlamydia, y'all! <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. There was Dina. She was a risk taker. It's chlamydia, y'all! That shit you can cure! But that's our girl. <laughs> and the thing I said, thanks for letting me go. <laughs> I'm going to need to terminate you. I'm letting you go. Word? Word. Ah. Yeah. Good looking out there. Thanks for letting me go, man. Appreciate that. Just number water under the bridge. I'm going to go and get back to work. No, no, there's no water and no bridge. You're fired. <laughs> yeah. I wrote down from that scene, that motherfucker is crazy for that shit. What she was about the go-go. <laughs> The point is physically assaulting a coworker because he accidentally stole your accidentally? bun from Accidentally? Is that what he told you? He knew that was my gogurt. That motherfucker is crazy for that shit. <laughs> right, like basically everything she says, or like you can't just show forearm, that's that sexy. <laughs> I feel like that one star was hella generous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get the feeling there's definitely been a few chalk outlines on this floor. Oh yeah, somebody was definitely murdered in this room. This smells like the body is still in here. The fuck? No mini bar? I feel like that one star was hella generous. And then I have a meaningful passage with a, a follow-up when I think it's her who said it, I don't even remember where it says, can we get some dick this weekend? Dina, huh? can we just bring it down a notch? Oh, can we get some dick this weekend? You know what, I need you to use your lady mouth. I need you to use your lady mouth. <laughs> And I think it's like so funny when women talk about getting dick, although it's so gross if guys talk about like getting pussy. I don't even want to say it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that is, but I love talking about getting dick, but I would not love it gender swapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's just because we're so used to seeing women be objectified and it's refreshing right. when a man is objectified for once. <laughs> I also feel like dick is just a funnier word than pussy. It is, you know? yeah. <laughs> 100%. Right. Yeah, a lot of mine are Tiffany Haddish, but I, I liked in the airport. She's like, you can't get an infection in a booty hole. It's a booty hole. Like, she has like drugs. I got drugs in my booty. You know what? That can cause a lot of infection. Girl, you can't get no infection in your booty hole. It's a booty hole. I feel like it makes sense in a weird way. (laughs) (laughs) And then when she is talking about what she's going to do to Stuart for, you know, cheating on (laughs) her friend. Like, it's a whole long thing and I couldn't write it fast enough. Yeah. She's like, right. (laughs) It's a lot of like putting things in holes and pulling them out. I'm talking hot grits, extension cords, Timberland boots. I'm going to fuck up that bitch's Instagram account. I'm going to put two Q-tips in his pee-pee hole. And I'm going to walk him around. I'm going to just wipe. I'm just swiping that thing. And I'm going to yank him out. And at one point, she's like, I'm going to make him like it for a second. (laughs) (laughs) It's very funny. I mean, just everything she says all the time. She's a very loyal friend, which I really Yeah. (laughs) Kate Walsh, as the rich white lady agent, she's kind of funny in her own way. The parts where she's, like, trying to act like... (laughs) Cool. Like she's I part mean, of the posse. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. For real though, mm. 
I know you're hanging out with the F to the P, but I have yeah. <laughs> yeah. bossy posse. Yeah, she's just pretty clueless. And I thought that was funny. Well, she's clueless, but also she's not listening because yeah. right at the get-go... Ryan's like, look, I know yeah. what she say is like turned. You're gonna get turned this turned. weekend. Yeah. Well, she says turned, oh, and right. then Ryan's like, first of all, it's turned, and secondly, yeah. don't use all those cute colloquialisms. <laughs> Just, I know you heard these things, and you want to seem cool, but she said, you, my dear friend, are a guest. Act accordingly. Yeah. I'm really excited to meet the Flossy Posse. You girls are gonna be kicking all weekend. Okay, Liz. Yeah. And I say this out of love. Preach, girl. Mm. Please refrain from saying things like preach or go girl, bye Felicia, ratchet, or any other colloquialisms that you may have heard or looked up on Urban Dictionary. This weekend, over half a million black women of all sizes, shades, from all different socioeconomic backgrounds are descending on the Crescent City to celebrate black womanhood in all its glorious forms. You, my dear friend, are a guest. Act accordingly. I'm not even offended. You're the best. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I wrote that yeah. down. Which I thought was a very generous, nice way of putting that. Yeah. And then she totally doesn't listen to that at all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wrote, you need to relax, Judge Judy. <laughs> got my hand sanitizer. Got my anti-nausea medication. Hold on to that. Oh, hi, earplugs. Uh, you need to relax, Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. Oh, my God. I really love Dina's drink order on the airplane as soon as she gets on the plane. Okay, now here's what I want. Let me get three shots of whiskey with a cup to chase. Coke Zero, though. I'm watching my feet. Dina, you know this is only an hour flight. Oh, well then in that case, let me go ahead and get those three shots, ma'am. And then bring me a shot of Bailey's once we get to cruising altitude. Oh, and let me get a cherry cup. And I like how she said she was going to get white girl wasted. <laughs> Question. Do you think this situation with Ryan and Sasha, like it's still drama, or has it been long enough? It better be, because I plan on getting white girl wasted this weekend, and I ain't letting none of you bitches kill my vibe, okay? <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> I think it means sloppy. <laughs> the grapefruiting thing was hilarious. Oh my god. That scene, I just couldn't stop laughing, and then she's like, you never want to do this with a pineapple. <laughs> it's like this. <laughs> What? Show just a little bit, cause that make him feel like a man, like he's killing your shit. Dude, this is a tickle in my throat. Now you never ever want to do this with a pineapple. I almost died. She's like, you might need a second grapefruit. <laughs> it looks exhausting. Yeah. She- yeah. <laughs> Some of the stuff when Jada Pinkett decides she's gonna try to flirt. Oh, um, yeah. I love that she's scene. Like, she's just like really off her game. And she told some dude, like, you know what I did? I saved the placenta when I gave birth. <laughs> And every time I have a smoothie, I put a little <laughs> bit of it. Hey, yeah, I liked her terrible flavor. So, hey, I don't mean to be intrusive, but um, how many sexual partners have you had? Are you gay, straight, because we're the pocket squares? I'm not feeling confident about this. So you're not lacto 
people looking over and being like she's rusty yeah. <laughs> that's a really funny way of putting it <laughs> rusty <laughs> definitely i do really relate to that kind of not that like i've had to go back on my game or anything but sometimes when you're just so into mom life you forget about anything else and when you get out with your girls you just can't stop talking about that <laughs> and then also old lady things like you're really not lactose intolerant <laughs> I really love the whole exchange about the outfit that Lisa tries to wear out. Just that entire scene had me dying. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, it was hand-stitched by people oh, in Guatemala. And then, <laughs> and then Lisa's like, they're not fucking in Guatemala. <laughs> I really like this outfit. I mean, this is hand-stitched embroidery from an indigenous tribe in Guatemala that's almost extinct. So they're not fucking in Guatemala? <laughs> oh god, I thought she's like, don't take all day back there making tamales and shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't be taking all day back there either. Making tamales and shit. Guys. That was very funny. Very yeah. funny. <laughs> and then at some point somebody says, just because she's not fashionable doesn't mean you have to be rude. <laughs> Her outfits are really funny. Yeah, it is very funny. What else do I have? Did you guys see there was a clip of Tiffany Haddish on a talk show? She talked about when they were filming in New Orleans. She told Jada Pinkett, I'm going to go on this like boat tour. I got a group on. And she invited Jada Pinkett. Jada Pinkett's like, what's a group on? She thought that was like (laughs) a a private... I don't know, a special tour or something? It was just a really funny story about taking Jada Pinkett on this Groupon nice. boat yes. tour. So we pull up to the swap tour, right? <laughs> I almost forgot about the swap tour. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, there's a swap tour. Yeah, so we pull up and it's a lot of white people. And um, it's a Cajun swamp tour and Jada's looking and she goes, Tiffany, what is going on here? Why is there so many people? And I said, Jada, they probably all got Groupons. And she said, Tiffany, a group <laughs> oh wow she didn't know yeah <laughs> and i said jada what do you think a group on is she said i thought it meant you had a boat that you could take a group of people on <laughs> and i was like jada i got a 20 dollars a day rental car why would i have my own boat <laughs> becoming like a spokesperson for Groupon eventually doing commercials. I love that. It was pretty funny. Yeah, she talks about that in her book, actually, which I highly recommend. It's called The Last Black Unicorn, and it is so fucking funny, and she reads the audiobook, and she tells that story, and then Will Smith was also there. (laughs) And they were like trying to be all so funny. Cool about it. (laughs) 
Will stands up, he goes, look, look, everybody, this isn't the Will Smith tour, this is the Cajun Swamp tour, so let's just have a good time, see what we can see, learn what we can learn, and at the end of the tour, maybe we all take some pictures with you guys if we're in the mood. Is that all right with you guys? And everybody's like, yeah, yeah! <laughs> Woo! And I was like, this is messed up. <laughs> he didn't even say nothing funny. They just cheering for him because he got money? We here on a group bond. <laughs> but they were definitely, like, not used to being around right. the people. They're like, we're too famous for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a very funny chapter in that book. <laughs> and she's like, I get group ones all the time. She talks a lot about filming Girls Trip. It um, seems like she had a very good time doing it. I think they okay. must have all had a very good time. Because it really does look like they actually got to kind of have a girls trip, basically. Yeah. What a way to work. This isn't exactly a passage, but I was also dying laughing when they were doing the zipline thing across <laughs> Bourbon Street. And yes. They seemed like they had so much fun with the pee hose. Yeah. Oh right? my God. <laughs> it was like, like, it's like so a fire much. hose happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Baby Jesus, oh, Jesus, please don't make me <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was obviously, like, some sort of thing rigged up, and I just love how it's just going everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. it doesn't really look like a stream of urine at all. It does not at yeah. all, yeah. <laughs> but it's very funny. Right. I also enjoyed, in the very beginning, when they show Lisa come out of the courtroom and her friends are in the Team Lisa t-shirts. Yeah. I'm just going to say I very much enjoy that, <laughs> in case anything like that ever comes up. <laughs> you know I love making t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> they were good friends for the most part. Oh, I really love Queen Latifah's rockabilly look. At one oh, point when yeah. she has like the, what do, they, what do they call it? Like a sausage curl or something? Oh. Mm-hmm. Victory rolls. And then she's wearing the top with the, I don't know, is it ladybugs? It's some sort of embroidery. I don't know. She just looks so fucking cute. <laughs> An yeah. outfit. I remember what you're I talking about. I love that outfit. The other thing I coveted was the shirt that Tiffany Haddish wears to bed that has a piece of pie on it that says baked. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I was like, yeah. How do I get that shirt? exact yeah. shirt? Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I know that was very you. Like, whoa. Anything else we want to talk about? I don't have any more passages. I don't think besides literally everything Tiffany Haddish does. Right. Oh, I do wanted to just mention the uh, the homage to set it off, which I was delighted by when they get the wigs to go to the club. Mm-hmm. They're wearing the same wigs as when they rob the bank and set it off. Oh, nice. Zone. Yeah, and then right before they get on the dance floor, Dina says, "Let's set it off." <laughs> And then Jada Pinkett and Queen Latifah give each other like a nod. Oh, cute. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, I love the wigs and the dance off. Oh my god, I love a dance off. I love a dance off. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. They were very good at dancing too. 
I love a dance off all the more because like I could never actually be in a dance off. I'm just so awed by anybody who could do that yeah. effectively. I'm like, okay, you win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just keep doing that, please. Yeah, and they were all in sync with the routine, and like it really was a nice bookend till the beginning where they're on the campus and they're. And the Insta models had their own routine too. Maybe we are supposed to have a routine. Do we need to rehearse a routine? Is that a thing? To Ladies bust out. have a dance. <laughs> Ready for the lunchtime poll then? Sure. So this is what's called a lunchtime poll. Alright, that's gonna be a fun one, I think. The lunchtime poll today is just talk about a girls trip that you went on. <laughs> Open-ended girls trip. <laughs> <laughs> we went on a girls trip, the three of us. We did. Before, before we were paid in few. Yeah. <laughs> we went to Vancouver for a weekend. Vancouver, yes, Canada. Yeah, yeah we ate fun. our way through Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> remember the Easter. night market. That place was awesome. Yeah, it was so fun walking around and the day we went to Stanley Park and that was really cool. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. That was really good. The weather was beautiful the whole time. It was beautiful weather that weekend, yeah. We would just walk and walk and walk and then stop and eat somewhere and then walk and walk and walk. It was like <laughs> yeah. my ideal vacation at this point in my life. Yeah. Yeah, exact thing. Yeah. Oh, and then we went to that Twin Peaks bar. Yes, <laughs> that, that was, was really like cool. the vegetarian Twin Peaks yeah. bar. It was like, okay, right. I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> they were really courting you there. They really were. <laughs> No, you knew like all the cool places to go. Yeah, you like, did get heavily research. Research. <laughs> all, the, all the good food. Yeah, that was awesome. That was definitely the last girls trip I went on, which was yeah ages ago i don't know except for the road trip where i brought back the car that i heard it from my mom that was a girl's trip but it was mostly driving i wish we'd spent more time mm-hmm. we went cool places but we barely got to hang out anyway that's not the trip i want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> does anyone else want to go first yeah why don't you go first okay. i feel like you never go first so all right i'll go first uh so the one that popped into my mind was when i went <laughs> to amsterdam with my friend faye <laughs> We had been living in London for like eight months and our visa was up and we were like, all right, we're just going to travel a bunch until we run out of money and then go home. And one of our first trips was to Amsterdam and it was just for like a long weekend in Amsterdam and we took a bus. Well, first we took the channel and then we took a bus. And that was really cool. It was really cool to be in the channel. I thought yeah. that was very exciting. And we stopped in Belgium <laughs> on the bus. Like, they were just like, we're stopping at this gas station. And we got out. We got, like, Belgian snacks and got back on the oh, bus. Fun. That was really fun. And we pulled into Amsterdam. And we went to our hostel, which was called the Flying Pig Palace, which I'll always remember <laughs> because I was, like, looking for a flying pig <laughs> sign. And that's, like, when I first realized that I was becoming nearsighted <laughs> because I was, like, I kept seeing things that I thought were flying pigs. And Faye would be like, what are you talking? about that's not a pig that's not even an animal (laughs) (laughs) and we went to this hostel and then we immediately went to one of the hash bars of course and (laughs) had some fun there and then we were like instead of going to like one of the depressing museums (laughs) like the Anne Frank Museum right let's go to the sex museum oh yeah so we went to the sex museum that was super fun we were high as fuck (laughs) Walking around, looking at, like, old-timey porn. Like, it was very funny to see all the old-timey, like, flip books and little peep windows. It was just so funny what got people off back in the day. <laughs> we looked through a tiny little peephole, and there'd be, like, a lady who was mostly clothed, but she had a garter belt on, and be like, woo! <laughs> and then, at one point, we recognized one of the pornos that they were playing over there. <laughs> 
Wow. Over the loudspeaker, it was one of our very favorites called Night Dreams. High recommend. It's like real avant-garde, weird shit. That was very fun. And and then at the end, it's kind of like Ikea where you go through this predetermined maze and then you come out. There's this row of giant erect penis chairs that you sit on the balls. Oh, wow. And I have a picture of myself sitting in that chair. And <laughs> I really love that photo. I was really trying to find it before I left it. I couldn't find it. So Aww. hopefully it's still in the house somewhere. But that was very fun. The days bled together, but we definitely just kept getting high and going to do ridiculous things. We went to the red light district and walked through there, and then we were like, oh, look, a live sex show. Let's go in here. (laughs) And they were doing this crazy choreographed live sex show to Rammstein. (laughs) And then we probably, like, were not being very safe, but we ended up back at our hostel and Faye had her guitar with her, and we were just making up stupid songs for the rest of the night. <laughs> That's what I remember. Being high, walking around, seeing all the dirty <laughs> stuff, not actually going to the Anne Frank Museum at all. <laughs> we never made it there. Walked around the canals. It was so fun. Yeah. Way too short, I thought, at the end. I was like, oh, wow, I can't believe we have to go home now. Aww, <laughs> that sucks. That so fun. Yeah. It was really fun. If I can find that picture, I will post it. There weren't a lot of pictures from that weekend, because most of the things we did, you weren't allowed to take pictures. <laughs> That's my story. Nice. <laughs> I went on a trip. It's actually my favorite trip that I've ever gone on. My friends, Julie and Karen, who I grew up with, in 2013, we went to Iceland. We rented a car, and we drove around the Ring Road around the whole country and it was cool seeing glaciers and it was unlike any any place I'd ever been. We tried Hakarl, which is like a really gross fermented fish that is <laughs> really popular there. We went to a flea market and bought some so we could say we tried it. It was just really fun going to some place that we'd never I mean it was totally unlike any place I'd ever been and we went to the Blue Lagoon a hot spring. The water has silica in it and it's like bright blue. It was just really cool. I think about that trip a lot (laughs) and I look at pictures of it a lot because it was just such a fun time. That's my favorite girls trip. (laughs) (laughs) The one I want to talk about is, wait, I know exactly when it was. I got to think. Six years ago, Laura and I, I feel like Laura is almost like an honorary paid in PK. <laughs> that would be fun if we got her on here someday. I don't know what yeah. movie we talk. She's not super into movies, but we could get her to talk about something, I'm sure. Anyway, so Laura and I went on a girls weekend to Portland six years ago. Would have been right around this time because I was doing a half marathon in Portland, which is in October. So at that time, my kids were seven and three. And it was the first time that I ever spent a night without a child since I had children you know right yes yes seven years into parenting and so first of all I remember saying that when we were planning it and saying like yeah I've never had a night without kids and my ex-husband said well what about the night Dash was born (laughs) oh my god (laughs) the night I gave birth to a child Right. And I think like in his mind, he was thinking of that because I think it meant the night after because I spent two nights in the hospital and the first night he was there and Logan stayed the night at a friend's place and then 
The second night, I was in the hospital alone with my baby, so definitely not without children. (laughs) But he was home with our then four-year-old and had to spend a night being the only person. So he was thinking about what a nice, relaxing time you were having. (laughs) He was thinking that this was a night off for me. Yes. And in fact, I... (laughs) I have to tell you, he called me that night because he couldn't get her to go to sleep. He called me to ask for help. He was like, I can't do this. I can't I can't have another night like last night where I get no sleep. Oh. Really? Oh. <laughs> are you, you can't. Right. I mean, it was just like, well, you're never on your own, are you? No. <laughs> but anyway, so Laura and I went to Portland. We did it. We had a really fun weekend. And Laura is just so fun. I feel like she's always like a lesson to me because any interaction you have like even though she is at heart an introvert she still has excellent social skills so any interaction you have like she makes friends with like the person (laughs) and we went to the Saturday market and it was like every vendor like we ended up having this rapport with and you know she's just so (laughs) but anyway so I know at the time I posted it on Facebook because the first night we had dinner at a place called Mama's and the second night we had dinner at Mother's. And I'm like, is that meaningful? This is my first time without kids and we go to two places that are named Mother. Yeah. <laughs> so I know I posted something on Facebook about it like, oh, this is my first time away from my kids mm-hmm. since I've had kids. And I know that some people, especially one of Laura's very toxic ex-friends, saying, that's pretty weird. Like, what's that about? And I think it maybe came across as like, I'm such a perfect mommy. I'm never away from my children. I would never spend a night away from my children. But really, it was that I did not have the support. Even making that happen. We're seven years in. I had a seven-year-old and an almost four-year-old, you Mm -hmm. know. And it still was like moving mountains to get away for one weekend. And it was the kind of thing on Sunday afternoon, the second I got home, my husband out the door. The reason I wanted to talk about that is that I just really felt that it comes up over the years. You've never been away from your kids or you're not away from your kids a lot or whatever that if you have something to say about that, maybe ask yourself, did you ever reach out and offer some support to Mm -hmm. somebody? The reason I was never away from my kids was that I couldn't even like going out to dinner with a friend. It would be a lot to pay for when I got home, you know, so. So anyway, I might get in trouble for talking about this (laughs) if anybody's listening. But I feel like it's not slander if it's true, you know, and it's no, just, it is not. you know, I didn't get a lot of time to myself in my, it's not even little kid years, just because the price for it was just so high. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's kind of awesome getting a week off every other week. Like, yeah. And also I am totally immune to mom guilt because it's like, I really did my time, yeah. you know, I'm like, I don't oh feel bad God, about sure missing did. things. I don't miss my kids when they're gone for a week. I mean, I love my kids so much, but I'm like. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you so, definitely yeah. deserve some <laughs> Oh, very. Oh, my God. Well, maybe someday we'll get to go back to Portland and hang out. And, oh, I know, you know right? Oh, my God. Yeah. I, mean, I love the Saturday market so much. Oh, it's so what good. A, yeah. Gravy. Oh, yeah. gravy is so good. Yeah. There's The food in Portland is so good. Yeah. It's insane. Oh, my God. And go sing with Galuccio at, uh, is it Rockbox or Voice Box? Voice Box. Voice Box, in, yeah. Yeah, in Portland is Voice Box. But then Baby Kitten has their oh, right. thing, too. I hope it's red. Oh, I hope oh. all these places are red. <laughs> Remember that, that place we had dinner, Shalom, y'all? Oh, my God. <laughs> Shalom, so y'all is good. so fucking good. I oh still God. think about this thing I ate there. <laughs> <laughs> it seems so simple. It was just like this rice dish with peas, and it had some sort of <laughs> delicious jizz on it oh my god (laughs) it was so fucking good everything they had was so simple but delicious and they have so many vegetables which is my absolute jam when a place is just like here's 
20 different ways we prepare yeah. vegetables for you. I'm like, I'll have them all. Oh, yeah. my God. It's so, I'm not even like a real foodie <laughs> person, but the food in Portland is so good. Yeah. And they have like this bomb-ass hummus, too. Like, I mean, hummus yes. is always good, but something about their hummus is like, what I don't the even fuck like did you put in this? Yeah. Oh. It, was, it was one of those places where it doesn't sound like really anything, and then it was so good. Yeah. You read the menu, you're like, I've had all this before. But right. You haven't had it the way they prepare it. Yeah. Whatever seasonings we they get use. We should get sponsorship from Shalom, y'all. <laughs> Let's hit them up. <laughs> Morning, please. Morning, please. I hope they're still there. I will take compensation in food, actually, from that. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> oh, God, really good place. Greetings and salutations. One of our biggest markets after Washington. Washington's definitely our biggest market. Thank you for all of our friends who are listening okay. to this podcast. Local friends. But our second biggest market is Virginia. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I know that's a lot of Amy's family. I, guess, I don't think my family listens, but maybe my nieces do. My sister lives in Virginia, and she has five kids, but except for her youngest, who's Dash's age, they're all, like, teens or older. But I really don't think my sister listens, but uh-huh. maybe her kids might. Maybe Catherine does. Catherine, are you listening, girl? (laughs) And I grew up there, and I have one friend who still lives there, my buddy Frank. But I don't know if he's listening. (laughs) But if he is, thank you, Frank. And then, like, a couple of people who were friends with me on Facebook that I went to high school with, who were the non-bullying kind of people I went to high school with. So there's not that many of them, but if they're listening, (laughs) thank you for that. Or if it's just some randos in Virginia, also thank you. Yeah, yeah. Virginia's definitely gotten a lot better than when I lived there. Like, half the time it's a blue state now, where it's basically, like, solid red for a really long time when I lived there. And I was very pleased to see that Virginia recently made the New York Times, I think, was top 25 pieces of protest art. And one of them is the Robert E. Lee statue. It just has layers and layers (laughs) of protest graffiti on it now, which is so great. I think maybe of late there's a portrait of Breonna Taylor on there, which is cool, but they painted a rainbow on it at one point, and it just says ACAB everywhere, and Black Lives Matter. It looks great. Eventually that shit needs to come down, but I love what's been happening to it until they can get that to happen. So, yeah, Virginia. (laughs) On the next episode of Paid and Puke, we step into the ring with Karen Kusama's 2000 sports drama, Girl Fight, starring Michelle Rodriguez. If you enjoyed this episode of Paid and Puke, please take a minute to rate us highly on your preferred podcast listening apparatus. If you did not enjoy this episode, no further action is necessary. Paid and Puke is hosted by Amy Green, Christina Barr, and Jessica Baxter. Music by Silent Partner. Follow us on Twitter at Paid in Puke Pod, on Instagram at Paid in Puke Seattle, or join us on Facebook at Paid in Puke Podcast. Thanks for listening. Lick it up, baby. Lick it up.